To the DYB show, SpongeBob special. Just kidding. We'll probably talk about that a lot and other things. But first, Aaron's here. Aaron, say hi. Aloha. And Dylan's here. Dylan, say hi. Uh, also, aloha. Brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> but yeah. So, how's everybody's week been? We had a we had a week off. I did not do one last week by myself. So true. That. I just couldn't do it. Okay. No, that's okay. It was Thanksgiving. You don't need a podcast on Thanksgiving. Okay, You've got a family. That's like the original podcast. Just stream the turkey cooking. That's what <laughs> oh, you should, should do. I almost took one over to do with my family, but everybody was like, no, don't do that. No podcasting this week. I was like, fine. It's just the candid one. <laughs> it sounds like they don't know how to have a good time. Put it in the cranberry sauce. We watched. We had a great Thanksgiving where we ate a bunch of turkey, and then we sat down as a family, and we watched Moana for some reason. Oh. <laughs> That's not a bad movie, though. That sounds like a fun huh. Thanksgiving time. He was like, I think my brother hadn't seen it, and nobody else could decide on a movie. My mom kept pushing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang for some reason. <laughs> We're like, oh, nobody wants to watch that, and it's like three hours. <laughs> yeah, that's not really a good movie, I don't think. Uh, you watched well. National Lampoon. I was with... What? My buddy Jordan and his uh, mom and dad. It's good. It was, mm-hmm. it was funny. Funny movies. <laughs> and then, yeah. Well, yeah. I watched football. Michigan sucks, so that ruined the holiday. Yeah, I was up here for that. Uh, They're not thrilled. Let me just assure you that the state of Michigan <laughs> is not pleased with how they've acted. It's uh, <laughs> just proof the system is rigged, that's all. Um, it's true. <laughs> I mean, you guys didn't know that... After that one pass, like, right on the end zone that one year, that's instantly I was like, that must have been a call that someone made. Remember Probably. that? It was, like, the Super Bowl, I think, and it was, like, some like Blackhawks or something. I don't remember who the heck it was. But well, now you're right mixing on. hockey in. Oh, no, yeah. Well, <laughs> it certainly like, wasn't the Blackhawks. Well, maybe it was. Maybe they hopped on the field. I don't remember, but they were right on the yard <laughs> line for the end zone, and uh, instead of, like, running it, Oh yeah, they passed it. I made a hundred bucks off that. You made a hundred bucks yeah. off that. Yeah. Wow. That I was... had I had the, we randomly drew teams to win, and we all put like five bucks in, and I drew the Patriots, and they were gonna lose right there. All they had to do was run the ball, and they made an excellent play call in my opinion. Good job, Pete Carroll. Threw the ball right to the New England uh, defender, and bam, hundred bucks. I hate the Patriots. But yeah, that's. Somebody's. I don't understand that call. <laughs> I, I feel like. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure all. Pretty much all sports are rigged. I'm almost positive. Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, all right. That was easy. <laughs> See you later, guys. Podcast over. <laughs> Done my job. Uh, yeah, because like all the sports. Most sports have some sort of built-in external force, like basketball. You got refs, hockey. You got refs too. It's all refs. What's the? I'm missing the sport here. Baseball. They got. They have umpires. They got umpires, man. Yeah, umpires. What about like a? Do you think there's one that is the purest sport? Is curling. Think so. I think. I think tennis. Tennis now, especially, is probably pretty. Uh, 
probably I'm pretty sure, pure, yeah. I would yeah. think. Yeah, I, would, I could definitely say. Because you got the lines, like, very, I mean, you either hit on the part you're supposed to hit or you don't. It used to be judging, but now they can, like, see it. Like Yeah, now it's all computer, so. I like it. There Tennis is probably pretty fair. Yeah, I guess. So you're saying that in order to make all sports fair, we're going to have to start using computers and mechanical stuff. I mean, yeah. Just, just Maybe. tighten, just tighten the grip for the robots when they decide to turn on us. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> We're gonna be the robots' mm-hmm. entertainment. That's what's gonna happen. I can't wait to be robot entertainment. <laughs> uh, I think I'd rather. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna say anything just in case they do hear me. And Mike SpongeBob, we're not cavemen. <laughs> we have technology. <laughs> 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 I'm just throwing them in where they fit. Bear with us, people. I wonder how many people listen or like remember SpongeBob. I would say everybody. Like, it's weird. Bobby doesn't. No, actually, no, he did. I talked to him today. He watched SpongeBob too. Hey, Bobby. <laughs> there you go. There's gotta be people. If Bobby's seen it, everybody has seen it. <laughs> There's gotta be someone that hasn't seen it. Cause it's like all the kids our age, I still say kids. All the people our age, it's still running, so kids still, and the parents that had to be in the house when it was on. So <laughs> hopefully the parents turn off the stuff that they're showing them now, and then they show them the old episodes. <laughs> all right, let's start with the SpongeBob stuff. Um, Steven Hillenburg died this week. It sucks. He was like the creator, creator of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. I did a little research on the guy to see his backstory. He did work on Rocco's Modern Life originally. And I think the voice of SpongeBob, Tom Kenny, was on that show too a lot. So that's where he, how he got him to come over and do SpongeBob. But I guess he used to work for, it was like a marine biology center of some sort. And they would have kids that would come in. And to teach them about stuff, they said, hey, why don't you make, like, a, a comic about tide pool creatures that live in the tide pools? He's like, okay, because he was kind of artsy. So he made, like, a comic for that with all these characters to teach the kids about um, marine biology. And then <laughs> fast forward ten years, he finally gets to put that into action to make an actual show about it. I think somebody was like, you know, that comic you made was really good. You should uh, flesh that out a little bit, so... And then he made it for the first three seasons was him. Like, he was the main creator of that. Uh, and then the movie. And then after that, he was played a less a lesser role. And, look at and you can like, see that. Yeah, <laughs> you can see that watching that. the show. Most it's, it's crazy. Like, I'm scrolling through one, two, three, amazing, amazing. Every episode was hilarious. And then you get to season four, and it's like, yeah, these were very forgettable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I will say, and you know, I guess forgettable because I don't remember which ones, but I will say that I do remember seeing some episodes, like a couple newer episodes, where uh, they were actually really funny. But that was very, very few compared to like the one after the other of the old episodes. Yeah, I think that's the important thing is like it seemed like everything the man touched turned to gold. Whereas later, off the concepts he had built, you could still, like, strain out a couple small pieces of gold. But, um, you know, he was was crushing it. Mm -hmm. So what are some of your guys' favorite episodes? 
I'll go first if no one else is going to go. Go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so the Dirty Dan episode is hilarious. I love that one. Um, the Bubble Buddy. All right, Pinhead, <laughs> your time is up. Who you calling Pinhead? <laughs> Who you calling mm-hmm. Pinhead? Oh, my God. Those those ones? <laughs> and then uh, uh, the Hash Slinging Slasher is really funny. I like mm-hmm. the Ferratu at the end of that one. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> Those are mine, I think. Yeah. I like the uh, the Dirty Dan episode when they get trapped in Sandy's tree for hibernation. It's really funny. Um, Band Geeks is one of my favorite. That's the one where they play the bubble bowl. Um, let's see. Oh, where they the Krusty Krab pizza. It is the pizza for you and me. Oh, that's um, a great one. <laughs> the Pioneers yeah. used to drive these babies for miles. <laughs> yeah, the Pioneers used to ride these babies for miles. <laughs> Oh man, uh, let's see. There's a lot of good ones. Oh gosh, the way they get captured by the Flying Dutchman, uh, and he's steering his ship through the rocks. He's like, "You're good, you're good, you're good." <laughs> Don't worry, Captain. We'll buff those dents out later. Yeah, the very one. Oh man, I think that that's that's one. probably my number one too. That's, that's a good one. And I like. Uh, the one where they find that baby clam. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 on the diapers, it's like mountains. Yeah, the, this yeah, is yeah, the things the I get from working overtime. <laughs> oh, I got a diaper story. <laughs> I get from working overtime. Oh, God. Speaking of, I got or when, a diaper Or when they try and they test Sandy to see if she can stay outside the... The, that she can't live underwater without her helmet and they can't go up on land. She takes her helmet off and Patrick yeah. goes, Sandy's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Dude, I had this I had this guy uh, tell me that he'd give me a bigger tip if I brought his baby's diaper out to the trash can on my way out. And he just like handed me this diaper. I was like... I'm not gonna carry it just by itself. I mean, if you put it in a bag, I'll do it. Give me like a ten dollar tip on a tiny order. Nice. <laughs> but I wasn't about to grab that nasty thing on my with my bare hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you work on trains. Shut up. I like all the uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy episodes. Oh, like the, ones. Those are funny. the Invisible Bowmobile always they did some funny stuff with that. Like when they burnt. Uh, uh, Barnacle Boy's face <laughs> starts up. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. I like uh, what's the one where they all get superpowers? I feel like that might have been a newer, like ish uh, episode, like after uh, the movie. But that was a really good one. Yeah, I think that was still within the golden years. Was it? Then his head just blows up. <laughs> like you can just. You can tell, like, the new ones. It's just, I don't They don't... It's all the way from, like, the jokes to the art, dude. Like, you can... It all changed, dude. Take, like... I don't really know what it is, but you can take, like, the like a, a screenshot from... Of just Spongebob standing there from, like, the old episodes and the newer episodes. It's, like, it's more, I don't know, vibrant colors or something. And, like, yeah. his nose looks different and his face looks dumb. Or... <laughs> yeah. Dang. And the the one where they learn the swear words. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like dolphin noises or whatever. 
They sailor words, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> we have, or they're called sentence enhancers. <laughs> we have SpongeBob Monopoly, and that's uh, the luxury taxes. <laughs> sentence enhancers? <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No weenies allowed. That's uh, that's pretty good one. Which one was that? Uh, how tough are <laughs> Welcome you? to the Southeast Platoon. How tough are oh. you? <laughs> and then I always like make fun of people and be like, somebody needs to go to Weenie Hut Juniors. <laughs> <laughs> Weenie Hut General. <laughs> Man, I broke off one. And then now I could be wrong here, but I think he did the voice of. Okay, I know he was in one episode, the Magic Pencil episode. Uh, the artist that was drawing that dropped it in the water, that was him. And I think he voices Plankton. Brace yourself, SpongeBob. This is my lab. And this is my laboratory. <laughs> I also liked the Plankton where he's stealing the Krabby Patty and he's like, not once I shift into maximum overdrive. <laughs> He's going like two seconds faster. <laughs> oh my lord, that was a good one. Or the one where uh, uh, Plankton and uh, it's like Bizarro World. I think it's in like Plankton's dream, and like he's <laughs> in Mr. Oh, Krabs' spot, <laughs> and Mr. Krabs comes swinging in naked. He's <laughs> <laughs> like super, super shiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. like, yeah, the one where they have the box. And they play pretend in the box. Oh, which reminds me, oh, I forgot. One of the top ones is where they get lost in the jungle with the magic guns. Oh, the magic guns. (laughs) She's so snarky. She's like, like, can we go? She's like, no. (laughs) Can I have something to eat? No. No. Oh, that's it. Can I have something to eat? No. No. Just oh man. <laughs> you guys so many good episodes you will be missed. Right. Sir. That is really totally nice. true, dude. Like think how many people like I don't know, like he indirectly or probably in some cases directly like you know like at least touched people's lives some way. Like <clears throat> it made childhood that much more enjoyable. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Just, that was hilarious. I think it's probably one of the if I were to break out all the quotes that I randomly throw into everyday life, most of them probably come from Spongebob. That are like fairly odd parents. I watch that a lot too. <laughs> I watched that until they popped, I think, the baby into there. Yeah. I think that's when I stopped. Poof. Yeah. Is that its name? Magical poof. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's... Hey, Spongebob! <laughs> well... At least I still have my personality. <laughs> I don't know. It was just it was clever and witty, and they're like dumb jokes, but like I don't know. Was, I mean, there were there were never any like. <clears throat> they're always no, clever. Think, yeah, definitely. I, you know, I really liked Sandy, but like, what happened to her? Because like she disappears after a point. Like she's just oh, like. Really? I mean, like. I think in some of the episodes that are like newer, granted, I don't watch the show all the time, but like, I have not noticed a Sandy-centric episode after like, some of the earlier episodes, 
I'm like, if I ever saw her from that point on, it, she was like in the background or something. I don't know what happened. Maybe she, people just didn't like her. But like, I don't know. I was, I was just wondering what the heck happened to her. I don't know. And also, if you if this came from a comic about a tide pool, what the heck is a squirrel doing in there? Is, I don't know. This is a sea squirrel, kids. It's just funny. It's <laughs> pretty funny. This squirrel from Texas. I was reading somewhere he did get sued by some guy who had created something about a sponge named Bob or something at some point, real vague, sued him for $1.6 billion in damages, but that got thrown out. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, jeez. I think he, he tried to make him a sponge first, and then he changed into a kitchen sponge, that's why he's square. It's the square pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'll share this story I short shared short it I shared it before we started but like our dog likes to wake up like in the middle of the night and decide to eat food so I always think of this clip. what a stupid idea who wants a Krabby Patty at 3 in the morning oh boy 3 a.m. <laughs> and I was, it's perfect like I know Carrie's awake so I'll just say it out loud <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I could... I don't know. My door's always locked, and the cat and the dog are always away, so I can't... I can never say funny things to them or anything like that. I can never say funny things to them. <laughs> if, if the cat tries to get in my room, I'll pick her up and then like, get slashed a couple times and put her back down. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we're gonna sing on this episode. <laughs> that was a good one. Though. I forgot. I forgot about that one. Jeez, the fun episode. Oh, I should have yeah. practiced the campfire song song. Oh, C M P F I R E F L N G song. Oh, S O. He's right. I was wrong. If you don't think we can sing it faster than you're wrong. Is that part of it too? But it'll help if you're dissing along. <laughs> hey, everyone listening, sing along with us. Sing! What about the tying your shoes ones? Loop de loop. You do the loop de loop and pull. And your shoes all looking cool. If I remember so, right, Gary's like flying around the shoe too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gary was in on the action a lot. He's the one that taught a. Uh, he's the one that taught them how to tie shoes, right? Yeah, <laughs> Gary, <laughs> big pair of shoes under his like snail yeah. body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 I forgot about that too. <laughs> so ridiculous, dude. Gary, I think I <laughs> really show. liked Gary. I think he was the most underrated of all the characters. For a character with zero dialogue, basically. <laughs> the machinations of my mind are an enigma. Here, we might as well just play this one. Patrick, I don't think Wombo is a real word. Come on. You know. <laughs> I Wombo. You Wombo. He, she, me. Wombo. Wombo. 
Great SpongeBob. <laughs> That's so funny. It feels like somebody wants to sell me something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the one where they're. It was on to us. About the one where they're. Uh, they think that there's like a murderer. And then, like he's he's yeah. got the walkie-talkie yeah. and SpongeBob, SpongeBob's like in the light. <laughs> he's just standing there. <laughs> oh shoot! I got to close this cable. I'm stretching out. customers. You call the Navy. Hello, operator. Get me the Navy. Hello. You've reached the Navy's automated phone service. Squidward, running the Navy. Not the Navy! <laughs> Not the Navy! Oh, yeah. Beep, boop, beep, bop, boop. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. We'll just play the last couple of Hey, you, you call this food? My sandwich tastes like a fried boot. My sandwich is a fried boot! <laughs> he burnt my shake. He burnt my Krabby Patty. He burnt my fry! He burnt my shake. He burnt my shake. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. <laughs> oh, too much good stuff, man. No doubt. I was, I was sad. I was sad today. Yeah. Now that I know what happened, like, yeah, that's pretty sad. But no. He's the thing is that he can say well he can't anymore. But what he could say if he were still here is that more people are you know sad for him than you know most people can say. But yeah. everyone, almost everyone likes SpongeBob. If you know what it is, you'll probably like it. Yeah, I don't know anyone that honestly hates SpongeBob. Like you. There's a lot of idiotic parents that think it makes kids dumber. Yeah. When in actuality, it is you that make your children <laughs> stupid because you do not teach them. Exactly. Blame SpongeBob, and no, you learn stuff on there sometimes. Don't you blame your iniquities on the Bob? <laughs> your failures are your own, old man. <laughs> that's a Rick and Morty quote. <laughs> that's a that's a Meeseeks one, right? That's the Meeseeks. Like, he's like three days old. And <laughs> 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 I've been helping Jerry since yesterday. <laughs> like he's, he's like. She's like, oh, how's your short game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of a stickler, Meeseeks. We're getting off topic. This is not SpongeBob. This isn't SpongeBob. We'll do uh, we'll do a Rick and Morty oh, reminiscent episode, and I'll get plenty. Yeah. I'll get the soundboard ready. Sweet. Okay, I'm cool. Definitely about that. Neat. Okay. All right, we'll move. What? I was just saying, who do you think is the like weirdest designed of all any of the characters in SpongeBob? Because there are a couple that are strange. Couple strange ones, especially from like the uh, what's the one where they go to rock bottom? There's some really oh, weird yeah. ones in there, but <laughs> like it's supposed to be. I can't understand <laughs> your accent. <laughs> <laughs> the guy at the very end, he's like floating up. He's like, "Thank you." He's like, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a creepy episode. Strangest episode of that or. Characters, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that has a, one of my favorite line, lines in the show. Which one? It, uh, 
where he goes. He's like, this is in darkness. This is advanced <laughs> darkness. <laughs> they have like the, there's like all that glove stuff that just came back yeah. from the glove world. <laughs> got the glove candy. They squeeze the glove and they come out. It tastes like rubber or whatever. <laughs> oh, man. But, I mean, there's like some of the fish, like the background characters, look strange. Like. Oh, the my leg guy. We didn't even talk about the my oh, leg guy. Oh, God. He's. Dang, is that not on the sound thing? I don't. I don't know. Like oh, my man. leg. I'm sure you can look up a montage of it. Everyone, just look up my leg. Here, my buy, leg. Buy, buy me some time. <laughs> Actually, wait, no. Like, how Yeah, find it, people. Find it. <laughs> I need it. Mr. Puff was funny, too. That's probably like my last thought on that. <laughs> okay, moving. Moving on from SpongeBob. We're all real sad, but hey, we all loved it, man. So, it's fun <laughs> to talk about it again. Well, the show's still around, so. Yeah. Just go watch it, people. I think it's on Hulu, I believe. So. Is it? I think so. I'll binge watch that this week. I've, I think we've already done it twice, me and Carrie. <laughs> the first three episodes, or first three seasons are on Amazon. Oh, it's on Amazon. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Not on Hulu. On Amazon, people. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So the next subject of tonight is modern day inventions. Which ones do we take for granted? Which ones... Are just completely stupid, and we would have been better off without. <laughs> Shake so, yeah. I don't. <laughs> Which one do you want to start with? I don't care. Social media is going to be the downfall of humanity. Absolutely. <laughs> this is the worst thing okay, that we somebody, could have ever done. It, can somebody tell me anything good? Businesses, they can. They, I mean, they can make money off that. They can get ads, ads, <clears throat> more ads, ads. Yeah, but I mean, hey, people buy into it. People get products, so there is good. Otherwise, people wouldn't be buying into it. So that's something Nothing. weird. Do people yeah, actually it's... pay attention to ads? Like, I hate them. Like, I I've seen, see I can them. count on one hand the times I've seen, like, a commercial where I'm like, you know what? I do need that, actually. Well, it's, a lot of them aren't really so much, like, trying to sell you something, as much as like just trying to get your email so then from there they can start like organizing your email with other people's and categorizing and figuring out like all right if i make this advertisement i'm going to target like this person this person yeah you can get really 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 specific with who you want to target um there's a whole i don't know i i I tried to start a business with a couple of my buddies and one of them is actually still uh uh going at it um but it's like facebook advertising but man it's crazy the amount of like, just, I'll, I'll show you sometime, but, like, man, there's just all sorts of, like, criteria you can set on, like, who sees your ads and how long people see them and all this stuff. And it's mostly just to get, like, contact information that people willingly will give you, like, mm-hmm. you know. like those. If cruises. you want to hear a very funny joke, you should. Uh, the Eugene Merman has a stand-up bit talking about buying Facebook ads and how ridiculous you can make them. Uh <laughs> I won't quote it, so I don't ruin it, but you should definitely look it up because it's very funny. All right. Check it out, peeps. I'll, I'll get, remind me to get that name from you after we're done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll send it in the group chat. Well, based on, like, advertising and stuff, you're supposed to say it, like, seven times, Dylan. Say it. 
Seven more. What? what was his name again? Eugene Merman. Okay. I like how we go to sleep Eugene like that Merman. episode of Dexter's So, Life. Dylan, thanks for that story about Eugene Merman. Yeah, you're welcome. Eugene Have you Merman. you ever heard of Eugene Merman, Aaron? Yeah, about, about six times, and now seven for <laughs> Eugene Merman. There we go. Okay, now you won't I'm forget. I'm sick of him. <laughs> or you can just do one of the weird memory techniques and just be like, it sounds like Mermaid. Eugene Mermaid, Mermaid was a very nerdy mermaid. Eugene Merman. Now <laughs> you'll never forget it. Merman! <laughs> Man of the sea! That's his joke. That's not mine. I wish it was. So that's so maybe it's with the advertising either there are people that are suckers, or it's all subliminal stuff they're trying to throw at you so that when you're at the store you're just like you know what I kind of feel like Doritos. That's a bad example. I haven't seen the Doritos commercial in a while. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm not on. I'm not on a. Like I'm not on uh, social media anymore. Really, I very, very, very rarely go on. But, um, I'll, I will say that, like, as far, like, I'm just listening to ads and stuff, like, I've always been like, oh, like, I'll hear this ad, I don't care about it, whatever. But, like, the thing is, like, it, it keeps stuff fresh in your mind, and, like, eventually you're gonna want something that might be around some sort of ad you've found, and when you do want whatever that is, like, you want a burger, and you heard, like, a burger place, like, recently, you're probably gonna be like, oh, I'll just go there, why not? At least that's how I work with advertising. I'm more of a, like, why not? Like, I'm too lazy to think of anything else unless it's, like, somewhere I always go or something I always, like, know I need or something. So that's how I work with ads, I think. I'll just remember it. So I don't know why I went off on that little thing. There's One of the worst inventions that we could live without is advertising. Yeah, I... Yeah. Marketing has gotten a huge, so... I don't think it's really better than anything, so... It somehow has made a new industry, though. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, there, there's a lot of money to be made in teaching people to buy stuff they don't need. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's true. And it's like, man, the, the amount of, like, like just for, a, like, a single, like, even just, like, a billboard or something, like, the amount of psychological research that goes on, like, how people <clears throat> are going to respond to it in general, like, that always weirds me out because, like, man... For, to me, like, the way I see it, advertising is just, like, it's just manipulation. That's all it is. It's just manipulation to me. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. It, it weirds me out how much people, like, look into how we can make people buy more stuff. Mm-hmm. But, hey, someone's going to make money. So, good stuff. I feel like we take, we probably take our phones for granted at this point. Yeah. Yeah. We've had them so long that it's, like. Yeah. It's weird when you go back and watch 90s sitcoms. They're using, like, the land phone, and nobody has cell phones, and it takes me a second. I'm just like, wait. Right. Oh, yeah. We didn't always have those. And it's like, what are horror movies going to do when eventually the only thing people have are cell phones? There's no such thing as, like, landlines anymore. Like, the bad guy's not going to be able to just, like, just cut the cord. Help them jammers. <laughs> EMP oh, Every other bad guy is going to have an EMP with them. <laughs> So These guys are getting high tech. I don't know how we're gonna stop them. <laughs> this is cyber horror now, man. Cyber horror. Cyber horror, man. But uh, I'd say cars is another one, because I mean you use them a lot. Everyone uses them, and like, 
you, I'd say you barely even think about it anymore. Like, it's like one of those things. I think the things that we take for granted are just things that everybody has to have. Like, yeah. it's so hard to find people that don't have a car. Like, it's there's people that do it, but it's it's hard to get by without it, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's definitely true. I mean, you, you know, bicycle works. But, I mean, you got to live close by everything that you're going to, or relatively at least. Or be Lance Armstrong. Hey, there you go. <laughs> You have two options. <laughs> oh man, what what else? Electricity. Yep, we take that. For oh, sure. yeah, that's mm-hmm. a big one, man. If that goes away, internet. Every <laughs> oh, God, where would we be without internet? I mean, that's the thing. Is like, think about. You don't ever have to not know something these days. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can just know it as much as you want. <laughs> that might be another Google, dude. Google, I'm sure, is you could say is a really like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, just like, you know, take it for granted. That's mm-hmm. what I want to say. Because I mean, like he was saying, you see everything. Like you just look anything up on there that you want. You know just mm-hmm. anything you want to look up, you just look that shit up, baby. And Google, don't, even, don't even worry about it. So they're so good at it too. Like I've used other search engines, and they're just nowhere near as good. Like Google's, mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. Oh yeah, no doubt. But like, yeah, they I don't know. They just I don't know. Maybe I'm a little paranoid, but they wear me out a little bit too. Google so much information. I'm sure they own. A little bit spooky, dude. Real spooky. But I can just type in like, "What's that movie with the guy with the face?" And it'll be like, "Oh, that guy." Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. There's a lot. And I think that, like, I don't know, like, sometimes I think it stunts conversation, but at the same time, like, there's been a lot of conversations that I've had where, like, something was sparked off of, like, you know, finding something out like that that we wouldn't, you know, know about anyways. Like, I don't know, like, I, I do think there is good to all of these things, but it's just, like, the bad or the potential for bad is not always it. Mm-hmm. People are not going to use it responsibly. <laughs> no. <laughs> But, I mean, anything else we would have come up with, like, still would have been, you know, we, we still would have messed it up. Like, just completely use it for our own means, make things bad. So we do, I mm-hmm. guess. So we're good at, dog. Maybe, we're, I've been thinking, maybe, like, what if, what if we were put on this earth where, like, to us we're destroying the earth, but, like, we're just terraforming it and making it better for something else to move on in. That'd be pretty nice, wouldn't it? Or like we like we're like a bad batch of the terraforming beings, so like we're self conscious and like we think about our actions instead of just doing it. It's a whole god I've Are been thinking we're about like, it. like terraforming we're like, bots. Pretty much. We're, we're like we go on it we go on to a planet. I know, I don't believe this at all. It's just something that like I've been I've been just like doing my thing all week. Sure. Like, just on my mind. Okay, I have a bunch of paper, just all my theories are scrawled all over my wall. <laughs> But, uh, I don't know. Maybe we're just making the whole place full of like, carbon dioxide for something else to move on into. To heat it up a little bit. It's a little too cold right now for yeah. whoever wants to move in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just gotta bring the water to a boil for someone to come in and drop a bunch of food in to cook. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe the food's How already selfish. in the pot. Oh. Oh, now you no. cook the lobster? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be food. <laughs> hey, we all end up being food one day. Work food. 
Like we're watching SpongeBob episode, Shanghai. I wish the Flying Dutchman was a vegetarian. I'll <laughs> <laughs> turn into fruits. <laughs> I get a wish too. That was I forgot. That's how that ended. That was such a <laughs> what a twist. One. Take that. What a I twist. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And he's a his movies. I think I've only seen like the one with Bruce Willis. And that's it. Six Sense. No, and I saw the tree one. I don't like that one. The tree one. Oh. The Happening. I never saw that one. Don't. don't you just watch. didn't like the ending. Now here, <laughs> well, did you ever see Unbreakable? That's the other movie with Bruce Willis. <laughs> Is that where he gets a smart pill and he becomes super smart? No, that's Limitless. Oh. That's a different No. Did he do that? I don't know. <laughs> no, that was Bradley Cooper. <laughs> oh, no, of course. It's Bradley Cooper, my bad. <laughs> Limitless... That. It was a really good movie, and then just ended. Really? Like, that's the way I felt. Like, it was just like, oh, we're getting somewhere, we're getting somewhere, and then the credits rolled. I'm like, what? Man. Oh. I figured you'd kind of go, like, the flowers for Algernon route, where, like, the dude ends up, like, dying because of the smart smart pill or whatever. It was, you know what's funny is there's an episode of Rugrats where Chucky gets, like, allergy treatment. And they give it to this mouse, too. And they monitor the mouse, and it gets better, and then it gets way worse, right? And I saw that first, and then I was reading in high school Flowers for Adrian, I'm like, I have seen this somewhere before. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's really kind of cool that they did that, but also it's kind of like kind of dark, dude. It sounds pretty dark. Okay, well, the, the rat didn't die. Oh. It just got worse allergies. Oh, it just got worse than before. <laughs> Yeah. That was a strange show. It was. Uh, Rugrats. A lot of, uh, a lot of really dark. I always just thought it was weird now that I'm older. Like, I just think it's really weird. Not that this is a necessarily a weird thing. You just would never see it in a kid's show. That they were all Jewish. Do you remember all yeah. of the episodes talking about the Passover and stuff like that? I forgot about that. Yeah, they were all Jewish. Yeah. They were, the Pickles family was Jewish. Oh, I thought you meant, like, every Rugrat was Jewish. Well, maybe I don't know, oh, but <laughs> I remember there was a like a, there was Hanukkah episodes. They had episodes about the Passover. Huh? Yeah, really. I didn't watch it much as a kid, or any. Like I did, but I didn't pick up on that stuff. <laughs> well, I didn't either at the time, but like <laughs> looking at it now, now that I'm super anti-Semitic, like <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> there's only this, joking. Yeah, there's a lot only of joking. St- there's a lot of stuff in there that I, I went back and watched a few episodes. I'm like, wow, I understand why my parents were, didn't want me to watch that. <laughs> the main reason my mom was was because they all talk like babies. And she's like, I don't want my kids to talk like babies. So I'm going to show them baby talking kids shows. True that. Also, I couldn't watch Ren and Snippy. <laughs> that, you know, those guys made some, some off-air, uh, like, more, very much more adult thing uh, uh, episodes I I think they're like six of them maybe yeah okay. so they're they're around um and what's the there's one other one that was around those times oh real monsters oh, yeah, i, I love that. that show real monsters really yeah good, i remember that I loved show it. like they I, I i legitimately got scared like when i was a kid watching that but like i kind of feel like that's part of what like formed my sense of humor mm-hmm. and like my just like Courage the Cowardly Dog was kind of along oh, the same thing. Yes. Loved that show. 
That one, man, they did. They were really like, they did so many things outside of just like drawing, like putting weird faces in, like superimposing. That stuff always yeah. weirded me out. Mm-hmm. You guys, remember the mafia foot? Oh yeah, we're gonna knock over Florida. See, yeah. <laughs> That was a good one. But that show really was creepy. I, I was surprisingly, my parents, they didn't say anything about us watching that if we ever watched it. Yeah, mine either. It was like, they didn't like us watching Teletubbies when we were really little. I remember that. Yeah. I remember them, like, as soon as Teletubbies came on after Barney, it was like, all right, TV's off. <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. Like that. Blue's Clues was dope, though. Till, it was another good show. Till Joe came on instead of Steve, and I stopped. Yeah, and it sucked. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's why I know my planets, though. I, I know that whole song from Blue's Clues. That's the only reason I know my planets. <laughs> Did they have Pluto Blue's. back then? I can't yeah. remember. Okay. Good. <laughs> apparently, Pluto's a planet again. That's what I heard. But, like, it's, oh it's, my God, it's make up their mind. just like the food pyramid. Like, it used to be a food pyramid. Now it's a food circle. And now there's, like, way different priorities on what you should eat. Were you going back and looked at the old food pyramid? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, you no. need 12 servings of bread a day. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who who was coming up with that, but... <laughs> Whoever's getting paid by bread lobbyists. Bread lobbyists. <laughs> I hate the bread lobbyists. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I may be a bread lobbyist just judging off how I live my life. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like, that's why, like, I don't pay attention anymore to, like, when people are like, oh, this is the healthy thing, or, like, this is healthy. It's, man, like, changes back in the day, yeah. it was way different than what it is, especially, I mean, Smoking really cigarettes was healthy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Which I agree, but. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, they're also eco-friendly because birds will take cigarette butts and put them in their nest to get mites away. Fun fact. There you go. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, so we're going to kill all the mites. There you go. You kill yourself, you're probably taking down like a thousand mites too, so good on you. Yeah. Yeah, good for you. That's a pretty good war record, my man. <laughs> Not bad. If all our soldiers fought like you, son. Yeah. You know what's funny? Thinking about like all the technology that we have now, a lot of it came from like technology developed for war. <laughs> when you think about it, like oh yeah cause like I don't know a couple examples like you know we made nuclear bombs to kill people but then we discovered hey we can also use it for energy you know True. It's just, we find better uses after the fact but typically it's but I guess you know when when you have to defend your your country or whatever mm-hmm. you have to be able to out beat the other guy's technology you're just gonna run with that stuff but yeah, yeah necessity breeds invention that's true which, I mean, hey, you know, I, I, I would, you know, I guess, like, if war kind of, I guess everything's got a silver lining. I mean, if war's bringing us all these, you know, crazy things that we can use later on, like, that's kind of cool, I guess. I still wish there wasn't war, though. Yeah, like you said, nah, more war. <coughs> I don't think there's been enough war. As a person who's never fought in one, not nearly yeah, enough right? war. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, I feel like we don't war like we used to. So that's probably a good thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like it's just different. I mean, I guess yeah, that's exactly what you said. But yeah, I think it's more around like, like everyone's always scared that everyone's gonna nuke each other off the face of the earth. I don't think so because everyone likes money. 
and like we're all interconnected for the most part money-wise as far as countries go like got all this trade going on like if one thing happens like over in china then like over here you know tons of prices skyrocket or something it's like i feel like people kind of know that that's where the money is like how money flows around it's by the existence of just like different countries trading with each other and stuff. Yeah, because like if, if we were to like invade Canada or something, <laughs> like the like the global and economic impact, like people would stop doing business with us, right? Mm-hmm. It's if anybody, there's no invading of land anymore because it will do you much worse than good. It's better just to put on a fake smile and make everyone like you and then reap the benefits. Yeah. So we got a different kind of. True. But then, you know, we also do have, like, soldiers on the ground and stuff, but, like, even that, like, even on the actual battlefield, like, man, it's, like, like, drone strikes and, like, even if you're, like, you know, up in, like, a tank or something, you know, it's still a tank. There's just so many different ways to, like, mess up the enemy. It's, I don't know, drones are something that they're really cool, but they scare the hell out of me. But that's a whole other thing, too. They should. Mm-hmm. They're scary, man. You guys see those things? Oh, they got this, uh, there's a video where, like, they got, um, it's like a grid thing where there's a bunch of drones. There's, like, 20 drones in, like, a square formation, and, like, the dude's got a control thing. It's touchscreen, and having them all, like, swarm all, like, in sync and stuff. Yeah. It's crazy, it's dude. A one <laughs> person can imagine that with a bunch of guns on every one of them. That's some good crowd control right there. Oh, God. That is good crowd control. We're just going to run into a Minority Report. Have you seen that movie? Nope. It's old, though. I don't know. Dang. So, it's Tom Cruise, and he works for the police, or maybe not police department. It's got a different name, but they've got, this is where it's weird, but it's psychics that can see, they get vague pictures of bad things happening and seeing the people doing it, but it's in the future. So then they go arrest them before they can do it, depending on how certain they were that they were going to do it. So, substitute the weird psychics for some sort of AI that's figuring out, based on your tweets and your actions, that you are high risk. Send the drones in, yeah. and they get you. Psychopaths. Check that out. I've seen that, actually. It's Sounds really good. good. It so. is a good. It is a really good anime. <laughs> Underrated. Nobody's ever talked about it. Go check oh, it out if you, do, if you watch anime. Yeah, psychopaths. I like the guns. They look cool. Yeah. The <laughs> I like the guns. <laughs> Oh man, imagine going up trying to buy a gun saying that. Just like, oh, I like these guns. They look really cool. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> oh, I'm you some. like you said, everything's got, everything's kind of double-edged. You know, some, the good's far more than the bad. Because like, like, even with like our medical technology, we've been able to extend our life expectancy way further. Also, we can make you look like whatever you want. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and some people are choosing to look ugly with the, they get all that work, and it's just not, it's not good. Not a big fan. Nobody ever asked me, well, but maybe it's just because you're ugly. That's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, there we go. Was, no. Okay. Well, I was just saying, like, I don't know. I think as far as medical technology goes, like, I. I don't know, that stuff's really cool, but also, like, you know, all these medicines and stuff that scares me a little bit, too. Like, there's always tons, there's, like, more uh, uh, side effects than there are, like, the actual benefit of what you're taking. And then it's, like, 
you take you might take some more pills for that to get one of those pesky side effects away or something. But then that one comes with more side effects. I don't know the way things are run with. I mean, also again, I'm very uneducated on this, but like the, I don't know. It seems like the way things are run as far as medicine goes, like not how it should be at all. That's what I think. It needs some work. Yeah. But again, I don't know enough either to. <laughs> To talk. What do you guys think? Like and comment. Now we are seeing like more of the, I call it like the hippie stuff, making a comeback, you know, to kind of counter it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm, that's probably a good thing. Like, I'm like, because like with the vaccine stuff, like, I get maybe you're skeptical about it and you don't want to do it, but like if your kid gets something and gives it to other kids, okay, now we got a problem. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think with some things, I don't know. I guess I would say vaccines, you should probably get on board with that. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you should, uh, you should trust your doctor more than yourself because they're smarter than you. Yeah. But at the same time, like that the drug industry wants you to buy their stuff too so that's the thing like, there's some things that don't need to be an industry like uh, that's one I, I don't think it should be but I know I know that's a big thing and I'm not trying to open that up right now I also don't know enough about it to make a legitimate argument about it but uh, I don't know no. we could just like yell really loud seem smarter. I wish I had. <laughs> People talk loud when they want to sound smart. That's funny. Correct. Maybe That's... we should play loud. Everyone will think that we're good. <laughs> Jeez, I don't remember that at all. What? That's SpongeBob, right? Yeah, that was Band yeah, Geeks. Yeah, Geeks was the second one. The first one was. Uh, uh... No, wait. Yeah, that's the same episode. Sorry. I don't remember, Geeks, I just yeah. don't remember that, that quote, like that set of quotes. It's been Unbelievable, Aaron, get out. You're fired from the episode. Yeah. We were every, the whole episode up until this point, we all got all the references. And now it's been derailed. Uh, yeah, Aaron, you suck. It's Squidward oh, was teaching the band group, because they, they were terrible. I remember that. And he said, and so was like, you know how, you know, when people want to sound smart, they talk louder, and then Plankton says, correct, really loud. <laughs> I don't remember. And then he says... Then we should just play really loud so they sound good. You don't remember that? No, I don't. Unbelievable. I can't believe you don't remember that. I'm sorry, but I was really starstruck. I was just really, like, bewildered by the whole, like, dope, like, ending sequence that was in real life, except for oh, yeah. that. that was that, That's the thing that I remember most from that whole episode. They play Sweet Victory? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's pretty cool. I don't think I've seen on many other shows when, like, uh, you know, like a cartoon at least, where they'll get, like, the rights to, like, put some sort of song. Because I'm sure that thing's trademarked or whatever. You just got paid for that. Really? Why doesn't. I guess people just don't want to pay for that, I guess. But, right. <coughs> dang. That's a shame because you could do some cool stuff with that. Because it's usually something weird, like, every time this episode gets played, we get X percent or something. It just complicates things. Man. Because it's sweet, sweet, sweet victory, yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you guys like the movie or not? The first. I movie. liked the movie. 
I enjoyed it. I didn't like it as much as like the stuff before it, but I liked it. <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was good. I think it was it's like five point seven out of ten on IMDb. Really? I thought it was good. Huh. Even I don't know. It's just a cool story. I, I like. There's it. some haters out there, man. That's what it is. There's jealous of David Hasselhoff. That's all. <laughs> Dude, I like. I never like. I knew what Baywatch was, but like I. Like, I'd never seen it, I didn't know who the heck David Hasselhoff was. That was, like, my first, like, I don't know, my first ever, like, viewing of David Hasselhoff. And, uh, Your first I don't know. viewing? I guess so. <laughs> first time I've seen him. And, like, I feel like, like, I'd I, I heard the name before that, too. It's just I didn't know who it was, so I just think it's weird that, like, me and I'm sure some other people, it's, like, the first time they've, like, like, he's known for Baywatch, but he was... On SpongeBob, so people know him from that. <laughs> we didn't talk much about stuff we take for granted. We just take everything for granted. We'll just go. Yeah, the human race is pretty much taking itself <laughs> for granted. I think at this point. Yeah. Pretty much. You have so much potential, all of you. You have so much wonderful, beautiful potential. Don't waste it. Let's. It's not gonna get wasted. You can't destroy you energy. See how wonderful and beautiful everyone else is on Instagram instead, man. There you go. Live Let's your life this. through other people. It's much easier. <laughs> Whatever you do, just don't hurt other people. That's the only, that's the only thing that really matters. Or you know, do it. I guess it's a free country. If you really want to do that, you can't. But you're gonna get arrested. Well, I'm all out of topics. Hmm. Is there anything what? you want to talk about, or I could just throw in this conspiracy, this mini conspiracy? What is this? Tell us about it. Ancient nuclear war. Ooh, let's go. Ooh, wait a minute. No, I'm intrigued. I was, I, <laughs> I'd been thinking about uh, like some additional stuff, but I definitely want to talk about this way more. Okay. All right. We'll go down this route. Now, take it all with a grain of salt. It's a conspiracy. Let's just, all right, for the sake of this, let's all pretend like we're all on board. <laughs> Even okay. though I will, uh, let's just roll with it. Okay, so the idea is that there was an ancient nuclear war, and that's kind of what wiped out the, the previous civilization. So, okay, do you guys, have you, there's this idea that before, like, Mesopotamia, like, that's kind of our, like, this is where it all began. We keep finding more and more evidence that suggests that that was not the beginning. And that was actually kind of a step backwards from what used to be. Okay. We more evidence about that. You can guys do your own research on that. It's just they keep finding, like, stuff either that's the same age or older in areas not even near there. So huh. to suggest, like, some, some's not right with our current theory. But um, they're still trying to figure that out. There's a bunch of evidence about, like catastrophic flooding in various parts of the world mm -hmm. and it's even in even if you're not like a Christian or whatnot it, it's in that text as well and like Islam and Hindu and all this other stuff so that I, that's what fascinates me right now and this is why I this caught my attention because somebody had uh, just mentioned it and I was like ah but then I saw it again I'm like okay let me read into this so let's get into it um, so we'll start with an interview with Oppenheimer who helped develop the nuclear bomb like the first atomic bombs and after 
the first test they interviewed him and he said something along the lines of like some people laughed some people cried most people said nothing and he was remembering this part from an ancient Hindu legend um, and he said the quote was I have become death destroyer of worlds right it came to his mind which was it's in the Mahabharata <clears throat> is what it's called uh, and you guys can read that on the internet for free if you want but that text also has it was funny that he referenced that and the text also has um, a description that sounds kind of similar to what a nuclear weapon would be so this is an ancient ancient writing and this is what it says allegedly um, let me just read it first a single projectile charged with all the power of the universe an incandescent column of smoke and flame as bright as 10,000 suns rose in all its splendor. It was an unknown weapon, an iron thunderbolt, a gigantic messenger of death, which reduced to ashes an entire race. The corpses were so burned as to be unrecognizable. Their hair and nails fell out. Pottery broke without an apparent cause. Birds turned white. After a few hours, all the food was infected. To escape from the fire, the soldiers threw themselves into the river. So... That is the quote, allegedly from the same uh, writing that Oppenheimer was quoting from. Um, we'll jump to the second part of that. Allegedly, also, that's the fun part about conspiracies, always allegedly. Uh, um, I love allegedly. <laughs> Oppenheimer was asked about, in one of his classes, like, what it was like, or was this the first atomic test ever? And he was like, well, in modern worlds, in, in modern times, yes. So, some people could think that he thought it was also this ancient nuclear war based on this stuff. Okay. Alright. Before I start mentioning the, like, the let's look at this realistically stuff. There's a couple more clues. So, Mahenjadaro, which is a city in, ancient city in Pakistan, was allegedly part of this battle that we just read from. It had something to do with this. When they uncovered this city, they kind of excavated it all. They found bodies just laying, like, everywhere. Like, the, it wasn't, like, they weren't, you know, buried in, like, tombs and cemeteries. It was just everybody just, like, dropped dead all of a sudden. So, um, that was interesting. And um, it says... This is a, a more alleged stuff that the bodies that they dug up there had 50 times more radiation than you would expect from a normal ancient like site that you would dig up. Hmm. Interesting. All right, now we're going to jump over to Egypt real quick. And this is on one of like King Tut's like jewelry. He'll have these like it's a uh, it looks like a translucent green like lime green color stone. It's like not, it's not a stone that you can find in nature. And what it actually is, is, for example, when they tested the first nuclear bomb in Nevada, I think is where it was, or Arizona, I can't remember. But when it exploded in a desert, this, the like a glass had formed of this color oh. on, on the test site. So they had, I guess some guy was driving his Jeep along... Egypt and he started to run over something that was like crunchy and he stopped and like he kind of dug up and there was like a whole area that had a smooth coating of this green glass. 
So they're saying that's where King Tut got his stuff from. Now, the question is, what caused it? Some people might say, okay, a meteor struck. But the problem with the Egypt area is there's no crater that they found to suggest that. So where on earth did it come from? So that's the other clues. Um, but yeah, let's see. Can I say one thing real quick? No. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. No, you can. So just about the crater and, you know, not that, like, all of Egypt is completely covered in sand. I don't know if it is or not. But, I mean, wouldn't it make sense for there not to be a crater there just because there's so much sand? Over time, it just cover it up or something? Or, like, did we mm-hmm. actually like, think Are you suggesting under? that you don't believe this? I'm suggesting I'm looking at it both you. ways. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, okay, no, Dylan, initial thoughts? Um... I like it a lot. I'm always I'm super interested in it's any sort of ancient civilization, like ancient advanced civilization. I always liked reading about Atlantis. I thought it was cool. I don't think it's underneath the water. Um, you know, all of this different stuff that you read about, like before humans. Uh, so the thought that there were humans and then there was a nuclear war, uh, and then there weren't, but then we came back, or there were very few survivors, and basically technology had to start over. I think that's super interesting. Whether it's true or whether it's not, it's a fun story. Oh, yeah. It's got a lot of mystery to it in the sense of, like, oh, yeah, Robert Oppenheimer, he was obviously a smart guy. You know, he was uh, instrumental in developing the nuclear bomb, and then, you know, you've got ancient history, and then, oh, man, this is a good one, Lee. Whether it's true, whether it's not, I appreciate you telling it. I really like it. All right. Should I just leave it at that? I mean, I'm down to Do keep you have going more? with this. I I can throw out the the speculation side, or we. Can I'd just like leave to hear all this. of it, honestly. Like this is yeah, get, what I do with ninety percent of my time is listen to like stuff like this. All right. So with the story that I read, um, people argue, oh, it was translated wrong, or oh, he picked the guy that had the original source of this story was like, oh, it's from this part of the Mahabharata. But he just kind of picked and chose certain words and kind of threw them together to kind of make it seem more like that's what they were talking about. So, I couldn't find word for word the story that I read. But also, it's a very long story. Like, I don't know, hundreds, maybe thousands of pages. So... And I don't know anything about translations of Buddhist writings or anything like that. Uh, I can tell you hmm, that. That's weird. Translations, that surprises me. <laughs> so that is speculation on that story. And then about the kid asking Oppenheimer about if this was the first test, that's not recorded anywhere officially. But... Again, if it was just like an offhand, hey, teacher, I got a question, you know, you're not going to have somebody following you around recording everything that everybody says. So it Yeah, but just because it's happened. not officially recorded, like, yeah, so. where did he get, well, I, w- I would like to know where that story came from, you know. Is it a people that were at this lecture heard it, and they were like, yeah, he definitely said that. Or, you know, I, I don't want to just take it as like, oh, and yeah, he said that, he said this, and then that just goes off anything, that just... Like, it's not going off anything. Yeah. But if it's like, yeah, there's a couple of people who like said that it was, yeah, I'm a lot more inclined to, mm-hmm. I'll be on board at that. I'll accept that as evidence. <laughs> so there's that, and 
I think the Mahenjadaro stuff is all confirmed. Somebody, they had suggested Volcano was the cause. Okay. Mahenjadaro, that's the city where they dug up and everyone was like dead, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, I mean, that's what you find in, like, Pompeii or something, sure. So, uh, okay, I don't know if there's there's mountains over there. I didn't look into detail about the surrounding area. Um, You could always say meteor. Yeah, I mean, those are bad. I think... I think a meteor more likely than a volcano, because yeah. I don't. Does magma get hot enough to? Because I thought I thought that the reason the nuclear explosion made glass was that it was so much energy so quickly. Yes, right. It, it like wouldn't if wouldn't if it was regular sand wouldn't it just burn? I guess I I don't know I'm. I don't know either, and I'm thinking more along the lines of at the eruption site versus. Cause, well, because with 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 Pompeii, for instance, the way that happened, it wasn't the lava that killed everyone. It was the sheer amount of like ash and sediment just like rushing down the sides. And that stuff's super hot mm-hmm. too. Yeah, so. it's super. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's just a little bit of fucking dust. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it could have been. It's like getting a cigarette put out on you. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, Probably. It's like a, it's coming from a person that's never died in a volcano. <laughs> Maybe if you're an ant and you got a cigarette put out on you, that might be what it's like. There we go. Yeah, or like a bird. Big clouds. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I don't think a volcano could cause that sort of energy also, to cause that. Wait, are oh, we talking I, about wait, the, wait, the, the people or the glass? The glass. I'm talking about the glass. Also, there was notes people. that... It seemed to be concentrated in a certain area of the town where, like, I don't remember what it's called, but things are, like, crystallized and fused together. And, again, that really, it's meteor impact or nuclear bomb. It's pretty crazy. Which, I don't know. Maybe my concept of, the like, the, the whole how long we've been around thing, it seems like we would have seen a few more meteor impacts in recorded history, but... Well, my thing is, is though, no, because that's what I think you have to remember is like recorded history only goes back about 10,000 years. That's nothing compared to how much everything else. Yeah. How, how old the earth is. So that, that's what, like I'm saying, like with like Mahenjadaro was, it wasn't, it was maybe like a thousand BC. Okay. So I, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe. It's sure. fun to think about. Yeah. I mean, and... I don't know, I just think, like... Because there, there was a significant meteor impact in our time, but it was in the middle of nowhere in Russia. Is that the one that went, like, over? Yeah. It was when it exploded over a certain area and just wiped it out. But it was just a big forest, so there's nothing there. But Jesus. That's... Had that hit a city, that would have been terrible. Yeah. Ooh, fun mm. fact... Um, about meteorites there was one and this was also in our lifetime um, it was one that was big enough to destroy the entire earth if it hit and it passed exactly where earth was like six hours after earth was there which like is is nuts (laughs) if you think about how big the universe is that's Bruce Willis saved us though we know how it goes we know this yeah I've seen that movie already blew it up Yeah, Aerosmith did the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wasn't that uh, Michael Bay? 
Wasn't it an early Michael Bay? Was it? Well, oh man, yeah. I, that now that's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> was Michael Bay involved in Armageddon? <laughs> that was. I mean, those are big explosions. But yeah, it's definitely his mo. Yeah, I like that story. I'm with you, Dylan. I'm all about this idea that we used to be advanced, and I, I was. It was uh, some History Channel thing talking about like what what would happen a hundred years after humans were gone, and that just kind of walks. Through. Oh, I remember that. I remember that show. And it's like a lot of the stuff is gonna be gone. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you sure? Are you sure you weren't watching the History Channel and watching somebody go to a yard sale? That's <laughs> very possible. Because that's what's on the History Channel these days. The History oh. Channel fucking sucks. I wish it would go off the air. <laughs> yeah, you don't like Pawn Stars, yeah. American Pickers. No, I do, but it's not fucking it's not history. history. <laughs> that's, that's now wait, they did. They made Band of Brothers, right? No, that was HBO. Oh shit! Yeah, they suck. <laughs> Good job, history. I used to watch that all the time. That and Discovery. It was Channel. on History Channel all the time. Great. Yeah. Now. It was so great. They had all these documentaries talking about all kinds of different like cool stuff. I watched. I, and here's the thing: is I don't mind. Pawn Stars or American Pickers. I think they're both just fine TV shows. But they could go on a different TV channel. They could also not play them the entire day. To be your only fucking show. <laughs> have, have it during like the like daytime hours when like people are at school and work. It's I agree. But people watched it and that's the problem. And then they're like, Oh, most people watch this. We're gonna just keep doing more of this. Ameri- Discovery mm-hmm. Channel got taken over by like the American Chopper stuff. <laughs> For a while, but, yeah. Ooh. Like I was watching for when I was eating dinner tonight. I watched Modern Marvels, like an old episode cool on YouTube or something about like code breaking and stuff, and it was interesting. They don't, they don't have that stuff anymore. True. I love to watch that stuff. Fix your shit, man. Oh, I agree. Ugh. All right, uh-huh. Dylan. Now you had mentioned Atlantis, so I'm going to point you in yes. the direction of some videos. I am convinced it has been found. Like you are convinced Atlantis has been found. Ninety-five percent. It's in Oklahoma. Oh my God! <laughs> it's hiding. It's hiding in place. They had it way wrong. Not even close. All right. So there's a YouTube channel called Bright Insight. He's a guy that likes to do kind of like, um, like anthropology, ancient history kind of stuff. Um, he has, I think, three. There's a three-part, three Atlantis videos that he made. First one is just kind of talking about typical what you'd expect speculation about. Oh, here's some writings. We think it's over in the Atlantic somewhere. Blah blah blah. Stuff you've heard a million times. But then in the second and third one, there's a place called. It's called the Rakat structure, in the Sahara Desert. And it's. Um, when you look at the, it's a giant, it looks like a giant, it's called the Eye of the Sahara, and it looks like a giant circle in the middle of the desert. And you can Google Earth this, and it's, it's pretty, it's good sized. So, it's well, you 30, like, 30 kilometers in oh, diameter, the okay. area. So, in, in like in the first video, he walks through Plato's, um, there's, it's like Timaeus and something else, where he's talking with his old Yeah, mentor. he's talking about... Yeah. yeah, talking, so you, you know what that is, talking to Solon, who got it from some Egypt priest who said, hey, we used to be from Atlantis, but it's gone now, describes mm-hmm. how the city is set up, 
then he goes and compares it to the ricotte structure and says, okay, well, that matches up exactly. Like, the diameter is correct. The description of there's mountains to the north and um, water coming in from the west or whatever matches up from what you can tell. Um, it's in the desert now, but it looks as if, if you zoom out, that, like, there's a giant, like, water had rushed at some point. Okay. Like, it's pretty... I thought it was pretty obvious, and you can look at it yourself. But that, um, and then just... I'm drawing a blank on the rest of the stuff. The There is... In the story, there is... It's salt water, surrounded by salt water. That's not there now, but... If there was some huge seismic activity, it could have been underwater at some point. Mm-hmm. And it said it had fresh water in the center. And the locals will tell you, if you go to the middle of this circle area, there is a well that you can go down, and it's fresh water. <laughs> so, okay, another thing that wow. matches. And then it was that um, in the writings, they decide, or described some sort of black and white stone that was pretty prevalent, and some redstone too. And you can find fragments of that all over this place. So there's another thing. It's just a, too many coincidences for me to say, oh, this is just a made-up story. Right. Which, in learning, watching this guy's channel, there's we've got this official story out there that archaeologists stick by. And, like, they fight so hard if anything opposes that. No matter what. Like... They say, like, pyramids and sphinxers, um, I can't remember how old they said they were, like, 7,000 BC is when they were made. They're like, no, this, based on, like, this water, like, water erosion stuff around the sphinx, it puts, it has to be at least, you know, 12,000 years old. And they're like, well, that's before, um, any civilization existed, so that can't be true. Right, so there's a lot of shady stuff where it's just, they're just dismissing anything you bring to the table now Mm -hmm. that questions Mm -hmm. the official story. So, you gotta think, like, okay, so this Atlantis thing, people laugh when you mention it, but it's not anywhere out of the realm of possibilities. Like, okay, yeah, there's the crystal shit from the Disney movie, we're not talking about that. Like, it was just a big... That's a good movie, though. It was a good movie. And actually, that was like pretty accurate to the, the official story too. Really? Yeah. How so? Just except for the crystal shit. <laughs> but like when that he was, was a pretty go- big part of that movie. I don't he, know if you remember it or not. He was going through his journal, describing all these things and where to find it. It's pretty much what was oh, okay. in the actual stuff. But um, yeah, it's not. It was just a civilization. And the reason people dismiss it as nonsense is because they've already established that, like, Mesopotamia and Babylon area, that was the first civilization, and you can't yeah. change that. So, if we if they were to admit, oh, maybe, then they're admitting that their theory is wrong and they can't do that. So, I don't know. Watch his videos. He does a much better job explaining it than me. But those are, like, the, the big things that I remember from it. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. And, and it really is not a thing where I'm like, I like conspiracy theories. I used to be a lot more into them than I was just because they started to get very, uh, there's only so much you can read about a conspiracy theory. Like I hold not, not a whole lot of new conspiracy theory stuff comes out. Um, but the only thing, um, like anything that is about a, uh, anything that is about, uh, an ancient civilization. I, I am just all in on. 
it is uh <clears throat> it's just fun though but like like you said like th- there's not really no harm in believing it and i i've never understood how they're like well it's unknown how old the sphinx is they always like yeah. that's what i feel like i've always been told uh, then how are you saying you know how old all this other stuff is like yeah hmm. that's weird i didn't realize that that was a thing about the sphinxes it's like sort of, yeah it, there's some things nowadays where it's just like it's done we figured it out case closed yeah but like you should we should always be open-minded about it going yeah, back or doing I, mean, I don't know see why not Mm-hmm. What if I told you guys that the, P- the Great Pyramids were electrical generators? Because that's a theory I touched on a little bit. I have heard that theory. You have? Yeah. Yeah, it's something about how they're like lined with the sun or something like that? No. Actually, no. They might have, might have something to do with that. I don't remember the guy talking about that, but he was saying things like, uh, especially with the really big one, I forgot the name of it, but the really big one, like, is supposedly like empty and stuff, and like, uh, they were talking about, um, possible like the possibility of like water being like run up like the inside of the pyramid the top having um i think gold i think it's gold like the gold little cat or something like that um yeah i I don't remember all this stuff it was a few weeks ago when i saw this video but like it was like water running up and down it and the water going down the pyramid like they used to like generate like run generators or something like that and Mm -hmm. maybe it's the, like, the one I heard that like I was like oh okay maybe is that there was some sort of water pump with like you got pull you got all these like tubes going in and coming up from the base and all these little pulleys and plungers uh, maybe that makes sense now is the Great Pyramid is it I thought that they were tombs I thought that there was like stuff down in them well they've never found anything in them that's weird. Really? That's one of the weird things about the pyramids is they've never there was nothing in there. Like they have all these tombs down in the Valley of the Kings that's nearby, and you got tons of painting on the oh. wall, artifacts all over the place, tombs and people in them. This has nothing. It's weird. Walls are perfectly smooth, clear, nothing on them. They didn't mm-hmm. find anything in there. So either that's not what they were, or there were some really, really, really good looters back in the day. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like <laughs> really the, cleaned house. Like, I'll have to get you back on if I do another uh, another one of these civilization episodes. Because, like, like in Egypt and in like like Machu Picchu area, you've got like like in Egypt, it's the pyramids are like very well made, well constructed that have withstood forever, and then you've got mm-hmm. stuff on top of it that's not as well made, that's um, newer. So it's almost like there was older, nicer stuff. It was made. Something happened. It got abandoned. People came back and found it again and built on top of it. That's kind of... You can look up, like, the, the South South America stuff's really interesting, too. Um, hmm. If um, Joe Rogan's podcast, any episode that has... His name is Graham Hancock or... Randall Carlson on listen to those ones they got okay. some real interesting stuff on this kind of stuff uh, but yeah yeah and that's I think that's the problem with okay I, I am a I'm a bona fide scientist I have a bachelor's of science um, <laughs> but I think the problem with the university scientific community is like you said they're terrified to do anything outside of 
like the standard like you can't go out on a limb anymore yeah which um, yeah it's which hurts I think a lot more than it helps and uh, on top of it it's like uh, this was uh, this is not originally really my idea uh, Teddy Roosevelt always talked about how he hated that biology and natural science were only looking at things in a microscope and not actually going out and looking at the world around them and I think the same thing applies to archaeology and history. Like, yeah, there. it's like every one of these history books these days is just reading <laughs> exactly what they were told in the last history book that was written, you know? Exactly, yeah. That's a good point, so. man. Just saying. And that's why I like Graham Hancock is not, like, an officially an archaeologist. I think he started as a journalist and just mm-hmm. learned about all this stuff. So he, he can put out this stuff and say, here's a here's a theory, let me brainstorm a bit based on what we see in the world around us. And he has mm-hmm. that kind of ancient, his main idea is there was a, a advanced civilization of people that was global, it wasn't concentrated. Um, some bad happened. Um, actually, they've did you hear about the meteor they found in Greenland? The meteor? No, I would like to though. So they recently had discovered that under the ice in Greenland, they found a meteorite crater. Now, it's funny because like six months ago, Randall Carlson, another guy that works with him, uh, was talking about his theory of where all this water came from because like it's pretty obvious that there was a great flood. Like this is no joke. Like if you look at all, all the history that we have, and evidence of like rapid massive erosion like when you watch the episodes watch it on youtube don't listen to it because they've got pictures that'll show you areas that just it looks like when you're down on the ground it just looks like okay yeah this is nothing happened but you zoom way out like with a drone or something you can see it just looks like a giant like wave just crushed everything it's really cool but um he had his idea was that all this water came from rapid melting um, ice shelf and the only way that it could happen would have been if a meteor had hit there and they said but we haven't found proof yet and that's oh. why nobody takes this theory seriously they just laugh mm. at it. but they found it like it was a couple weeks ago so yeah, who's laughing check out. it out so the theory is that that meteor hit that threw up a bunch of ice that just instantly vaporized into water and just flooding everywhere basically mm-hmm. the big um, splash and that kind of ruined that that global civilization. But there were people that managed to survive. And then the, in a lot of the not super ancient but pretty ancient peoples, they always kind of mention like more you know fantasy wise, like the gods came and gave them gifts of technology and gifts of just knowledge of stuff that they right. had no idea about. Right. His idea is that they weren't gods they may have appeared that way but they were just people that had survived from that time and saying hey guys look um, here's better ways to do things here you go and then that's why um, you know Mesopotamia came up and it was like I don't know it just Damn, it was well, jump, that, jump started that, by that. that picks on something that I always think about have you noticed how every civilization and I say every Basically, every ancient civilization that you know about knows talks about dragons, 
but dragons don't exist. Yeah, I've thought about that. Someone, like, did, did the collective human experience just create that all at one time? Like, I don't understand how every ancient civilization talks about dragons. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be like the one thing I could think of um, is like, you know, if there was any points where any like dinosaurs were running around on Earth with people. I don't know what the general consensus really is on that, but like if there was anything like that, then maybe. Also, though, maybe, I mean, it could be something that, you know, went extinct, but like was alive. Maybe it doesn't look exactly like we, you know, think about, but I mean, there has to have been some sort of, you know, commonality. Yeah. If somebody mm-hmm. told me they discovered dragons for real, it wouldn't blow my mind. There was, no, no, it wouldn't blow my mind at all either. There was a thing, I think this was on the Discovery Channel, and this was like 2005 or six or something like that, and I remember being really stoked, but these people were talking about how they found dragons. Um, yeah, that turned but, out to be fake, though. Uh, yeah, no. I know what you're talking. Yeah, that let me down a lot. I remember watching it and being like, "Man, like these pictures are so clear of these dragons. They're so clearly dragons. Like, how come this isn't like bigger?" Yeah, how's this not news? Yeah, yeah. remember that? Huh? Yeah, I, I'm not surprised by that being fake, though. But I was so let that. down by that, though. Yeah. I wanted them to be real. Dragons are cool. Yeah, when they're dead and not. Alive. No, I want one. I'll be alive <laughs> in my hotel room right now. Oh, yeah. They'll be like, okay, they were real, but they were just this big, guys. <laughs> I mean, that's really cool, but they're I mean, essentially but... bearded dragons with wings. <laughs> no, I want one about the size I think of a horse. I think is about the the size dragon I would like, and okay. he, could, he could like I'd be laying here in my Holiday Inn right now. Do you guys accept pets? He doesn't shed. He breathes <laughs> fire. <laughs> It's, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, what's that thing with the dragons and the hiccup and Astrid? Uh, <laughs> like how to train your dragon. Yeah. Dragon. That'd be cool as hell. I'd want an acid spewing dragon. Acid spewing? Like yes. the, like MDMA, or not MDMA, like, like the drug? <laughs> yes. Oh, that'd be or... crazy. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah, he'd, he'd have the biggest <laughs> eyeballs in the world. Whew. He would be very popular at parties. <laughs> The Raven. This is my dragon. Alex. Alex. He's pretty cool. Everybody really likes him. <laughs> He's got like a bunch of junkies following him all over the place. Yeah. Everybody's pretty big friends of Alex. He, just, yeah, he gets kind of hungry. He just like snaps one up real quick. Mm-hmm. They don't even know it. I don't know. I kind of... I, mean, I am interested though about this asteroid or the meteor you were talking about a second ago. Though. Like that is so... First off, I didn't know that anyone was throwing a theory out there that there was a meteor there and caused a flooding, possibly, that was getting laughed at. So I think it's dope, though. You just, you never hear about it. The only reason I heard about it was from him himself on, like, a podcast that's not, that you can say whatever you want. So he's, it's basically his life's work. He's, he's gone all in here. He doesn't have any funding from anybody. Like, it has to be, like, crowdsourced. Like, there's no institutions giving him funding for this because... You're because chal- of course you're, not you're challenging the story we're not going to waste our money on that and I, th- mm-hmm. I think that that's really how things like the, like people are always like oh like uh, the way things are going like especially like with money is like everyone's always like oh like we're not going to be able to keep going as a society and stuff but like I think that the more like that systems are getting corrupt I think that thing that's counteracting that is stuff like Patreon and all these crowdfunding things like 
you know, granted, hopefully people don't give it a bad enough name by, like, duping people out of their money, but, like, I don't know, that's the way I'm, I see things kind of heading, is, yeah. like, mm-hmm. people coming together like that more, and, I mean, it's already happening, and it makes sense, so I don't know, that's just a little side dibble that I got for y'all, that's the way hmm. that's about it. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all about them ancient, ancient civilizations, too. Man. Well, and this is... Okay, I'll wind it down. This is my closing thoughts on it. So I uh, was listening to... I listened to the bo- a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. Uh, it's a personal finance book. It's pretty old. Not really related, but it did make me realize... I was like, I don't really know anything about Babylon. Like, I remember reading about it in the Bible and stuff, yeah. but never really knew anything is like like historically about it and i was interested because it's old and yeah you know, like history and stuff like that um and i like so babylon is like five thousand years old or so what you know yeah. pretty old and it's like basically completely eroded and like buried in the ground so can you imagine if it was like a you know let's say it's a precursor situ- situ- civilization that is you know 15,000 years old. How would you ever find it? Like, that's why I don't like that they immediately discre- discredit these theories. Yeah. Oh, I mean. And that's my whole thing with, like, everything from, like, archaeology, science, biology, all that stuff is we don't know shit, guys. Like, exactly. don't give up. Just keep looking at this stuff. Let's learn more. Like, I'm so curious about all this stuff. Let's keep digging. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep finding stuff. So. Dig and go back. Always go back. Always go back. That's mm-hmm. like... Eh, I don't know. I feel like there's this... There's a, I don't remember who was talking to me. It was like some guy at work. I think it was Aaron's replacement. <laughs> um, was like... There's like... Science... Science is observing what's going on. And writing it down. And replicating mm-hmm. like... Well, we expect this to happen now. Okay, cool. That's great. And then the second half of it is... Why is it doing this? So let's come, you have to come up with theories to fill in why it's happening. But we've gotten to a point where that can't change ever now. It's like, it's set in stone. Bam, done. And like... Until the next paradigm. It's... Exactly. That's the word mm-hmm. he used. So, like, we've got uh, the stuff that we have observed and we've created a story around it that makes sense and it really a lot of it does but if we find new evidence of something like maybe civilizations older than we thought it's time to reevaluate it but nobody wants to do that anymore man and i think part of it is nobody likes to take risks anymore so like mm-hmm. if you're an archaeologist and you you come say hey i think i know where atlantis is that's so dangerous because everybody's going to make fun of you yeah. in the field. Yeah, you're yeah. going to get laughed out of town. So if you want to make an actual career, you just do what everyone else does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But these guys, they're rolling the dice. But if they're right, oh man. Yeah, it's you know, a big thing. But yeah, nobody wants to branch out anymore, like you said. Yeah, I didn't plan on talking about that stuff, but we did. It's very exciting. Very interesting. Also, you should read up on Babylon. Like, I, I've read a decent amount on it. It's really cool. Really interesting yeah. stuff. Also, There's very little on it on, like, Wikipedia. I mean, that's where I always start with anytime I'm looking up conspiracy theories. 
So I just want to see what I can find on Wikipedia. So somebody had mentioned, um, so this, uh, oh, what was it? So the Rakat structure in Atlantis, if you go to each of the pages for those two, none of them talk about the other one. Really? And like some conspiracy guys will be like, that's because they're trying to not make you think that way. <laughs> so... That's me. I'm I'm curious. Look on like Mesopotamia and Babylon on Wikipedia and see if they mention like. Actually, they might mention it. It was like a timeline of rulers. Like they have it fully documented, but it was like this guy for sixty years, this guy for eighty years, this guy for eighty, seventy, seventy-five, whatever. And then you get towards the end, then it's like you know 89, 100, 500 years. Oh, talking about years. the long living. People. This guy was here for a thousand years. It's like okay, that's. Weird, and we always dismiss it as like, oh, those those silly old old ancient people. They don't know what they were talking about. But like, what if, you know? Yeah, they might have like a little bit. Like, they did way more with way less than we do. Yeah. Or the, that's again, always. That's I, don't, I don't like that. I think we're getting a lot dumber. I don't really think we're smart anymore. That I think we're really, really stupid. I'm just like, yeah, sure, we've got this electricity thing, okay, but like. But we don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I mean, every species kind of has to have its like, like something that limits it, how big, it, like how big the uh, population grows, and you know, otherwise, you know, you're just gonna get all sorts of animals getting giant populations. I mean, I don't know, like we are so like, we're advanced to the point where we can make all this medicine and all this stuff and keep us living longer and stuff, but like. What if that's, like, our kill switch sort of thing is, like, we get so good at what we're doing that, like, you know, we just start inversing. We just get so stupid that we just end ourselves for the most part. And so until the next, you know, group of survivors can start, you know, the whole next wave of, like, humanity. Maybe. Maybe. Just a thought. I I, I really like this line of of what we're talking about. This is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I need to take a yeah, break from like my unsolved murders and stuff and start paying attention to this. It'll be a little it more is. uplifting too. Yeah, listen, more people probably need to be getting killed. There's too many people on the earth. But <laughs> we need a new place. Tell me, yeah, tell me about the old people. Tell me about the people that used to be here. Yeah, man. yeah. like, are you telling me to tell you right now? <laughs> yeah, tell me everything right now. Right? Oh, jeez. Yeah. All right. No, it's just hope don't. you got your notes. we may appear to be smarter because we built on technology that somebody else developed before us and from them somebody else before them but that doesn't doesn't make you smart it's like we're going further away from like the point of of like knowing I guess like like you said we're just going off of stuff like like, I bet like mechanics nowadays probably don't know how to put a model T together if you ask any random mechanic they probably don't know how because they don't need to know how but like we wouldn't have cars if we didn't have a model T yeah Yeah, exactly the first person that invented that combustion engine that person was probably pretty smart yeah but us making it slightly more efficient probably that's not that hard to do I don't know also I think that like Oh, hold on, I had I had a thought. Keep Tell me about it. It. <laughs> it was um oh it was about when this is going back a little bit. Sorry, I just remember this. But talking about um how 
well, I don't know, we were just saying that, like, it takes, like, you know, no one's going to want to do, like, this and that as far as, um, as far as, like, scientific or archaeological discoveries go and, like, you know, bring up Atlantis and stuff. But, like, this is just a, a thought that I've kind of been thinking this past couple months. Like, we're very much... The general, at least, American population seems to be in a mindset that, like, everyone is not wanting to do anything. But something I've been thinking of is, like, you know, we've got cars, we've got internet, we've got all this stuff that our every aspect of our life is so much faster but some things you can't rush along like if someone's trying to get you know d- sufficient data to com- like to challenge like an entire like branch of study it's going to take years and stuff can't just happen. I'm sure there are things like there are issues that people have right now that are very hotly talked about and people don't think anything is being done about it but like I bet you there are people who have been slowly working towards something who had the foresight or, you know, at least, like, you know, picked up on things and started, like, putting things in motion that people just aren't noticing it because the fruits of their labor hadn't come out. Sorry that was so long-winded. It kind of went back so far. But I think that that might be, like, you know, maybe there is something in motion for this kind of stuff to happen. It's just we might not hear about it for a couple decades or something. Mm. So just sorry, didn't mean to totally. No, I, I, think, that's a, I think it's a good thought. I think you are onto something there. Ooh, uh, my my closing statements for this it's just just it's just feel free to like just make shit up in your head. Like come up, entertain any theory possible. Like it's even fun to look at. Okay, there's a Mesopotamia king thing where it suddenly their 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 age started jumping in the thousands. Sure, it sounds crazy, but let's pretend for a minute like this is true. Okay, and then okay, we got the Bible that also says people live to be nine hundred some years old. Maybe there's something to that. And then you can just speculate. There's nothing wrong with speculating, even if it sounds ridiculous. Because I've even entertained the idea that. Okay, there's a mention of fallen angels called Nephilim in the Bible that came um, down to the people. And then we've got all these ancient stories from different civilizations saying there was people that came from the sky and gave us technology and stuff. Maybe that happened. I don't know. I have no evidence to support it, but it's fun to think about. Yeah. So. Exactly. Trying to teach it. And that's how you make good... You know, books and TV shows and stuff with original ideas. Yeah. Everyone wants to hear the same not... shit over and over again. <laughs> It's not worthless. I agree. I agree. All right. That's uh, All right, I'm, what? I'm feeling good about this. Okay. Me too. Yeah. I think we should land it. Let's yeah, land, land this bad boy. Good. We got three topics. We're at like an hour. Your face is on the way. I wish I could four. Oh, we're 40. Okay. So I'm going to play a SpongeBob montage here real quick. And then the theme song. What we'll say, we'll do our, after this montage, we'll do our little what you've been up to and play, and then we'll play us out with the music. But here's the montage. I call it the roast, SpongeBob roast montage. Let me guess, tiny, a small salad. I'll take a double, triple bossy deluxe on a raft. Four by four animal style. Extra shingles with a shimmy and a squeeze. Light axle grease, make it cry. Burn it and let it swim. We serve food here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> We're done! Yeah! So, what do you think? I wish I lived there. Really? 
<laughs> no. I'm not. <laughs> All right. So to close this out, Dylan, what have you been up to? Uh, I, I work. Um, that takes up most of my day. Um, and then what do I do? Here lately I've been traveling a lot what, with school, or not with school, but with uh, Thanksgiving and stuff. Um, but I did just buy Civ 6 for my Switch. Um taking a little break from Red Dead. I didn't even plug my Xbox in on this trip. I wanted to play a strategy game. Civ 6 was available on the Switch. I bought it. Nice. Mostly just getting ready for Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. I need to get that Switch soon. I, I do want to say for the record, I've been calling for a long time that they need to get Ridley and King K. Rule in. Finally. And I caught a lot of flack for Ridley... Most people saying, oh, Ridley's too big to put in Super Smash Bros. <laughs> but nope. Told y'all, motherfuckers. I was talking to my brother, and he was naming all the new characters, and he said Ridley, and I just started laughing because I was thinking of that one time. <laughs> I was Look. trying to beat the game for you on that on the DS, and it was just the most obnoxious sound whenever you Max. hit Ridley. It was Max. Oh, was it Max's game? He had, yes, he had. <sighs> and we were having a sleepover, and they kept uh, falling asleep. And anytime they'd fall asleep, I cranked the volume to Max instead of playing <laughs> it in their ear. But yeah, I just cracked up. I bought that game actually like two months ago. I'm not done with it yet. It's Metroid Fusion, though. But like, I got to that fight. <laughs> and it sounds even worse nowadays. Oh, like, oh, it's so funny, dude. And there's, like, a dramatic part in um, another one of the Metroid games where Ridley, like, flies, like, just flies out of this, like, over the screen real quick. It's just a real quick cut screen, or cut scene, but he does that same screech in the cut scene, and, like, I can't <laughs> take it seriously. Uh, 
What have you been up to, Aaron? Uh, work, drawing. I've been doing more writing. Um, I've been making some good strides in my art. Still don't have a comic yet, but I'll get there one day. You would. Have you narrowed it down to like an idea? Oh, I specific one. I have uh, quite a few specific ideas that are in. um, uh, They're all in like sort sort of like an expanded universe or multiverse or whatever you want to call it. But (coughs) there is one that I'm working on, and it's mostly just because I'm antsy to get something going. um, Where it's just gonna be like. You know, just like a space adventure type thing where, like, these people are on a planet, they're uh, colonizing it, um, trying to get things started there. But, you know, of course, the robot goes, you know, a little haywire. And there's way more that goes into that that delves into, like, the lore with all the other ones. That's the only point where, like, things connect with my stories and this particular one. But then the rest of that is, like, they escape. And then it's just, like, all their, you know, this whole, like, surviving crew of this colony trying to make it in outer space and most of them are probably going to end up dying off by the end of it but I just want something where I can make like you know one story and then another story I don't have to have one overarching huge thing it's just like self-contained episodes it's kind of what I want to do so yeah outer space buffoonery going on cool outer space buffoonery I uh I finished 1984. It got crazy at the end. It was a good book. It was wild there at the end of yeah, that. I was just like, wow, what is going on? <laughs> oh, I meant to tell you that I did um, Animal Farm. I listened to Animal Farm. Yeah. Uh, I did an audio book of Animal Farm. It was okay. Yeah, I agree. Which one is Animal Farm again? It's basically the... It's ex- actually, it's not even basically. It's exactly the Russian Revolution, <laughs> but with pigs playing the part of the Bolsheviks. Okay. All right, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I've heard of that, but I never... I always mix that and Pet Cemetery up. I've never seen either of them. They're very movies. different. <laughs> it's just because they both have to do with the animals. That's the only reason. Right. Right. I'm with you on that. I also read and finished Call of the Wild. I like that a lot. Oh, I- yeah, Call of the Wild's really good. I've been to Alaska, too, and I saw some of these dogs, too, and I, I thought it was, I don't know, I'm like, this is probably what's going through the dog's head. This is pretty convincing. But I told Carrie, do not read this book. <laughs> do not what? Oh, yeah, she she will not enjoy it. I was like, I got this book, Carrie. It's about, like, a house dog who goes to be, a, like, a sled dog or something. She's like, that sounds nice. And then I read, like, the first couple chapters. I'm like, Carrie, don't read this book. <laughs> Carrie, you are, this is not... It's not I'm not emotionally prepared. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I might have. No, I'm thinking of Balto. Never mind. <laughs> um, that was good, and I'm reading Foucault's Pendulum now by Umberto Eco. It's uh, Bobby calls it kind of like a Da Vinci Code before the Da Vinci Code. That kind of theme. It's got okay. Templar mm. stuff going on. Ooh. That's good. I try. I tried writing some stuff. I suck at it. But like a while back, I tried to make like a game of my own. And I was building like a whole backstory on it. The game didn't no, fall through. I couldn't get a good way to do the game. So now I'm just writing down all the backstory <clears> ideas <throat> I had and seeing if I can turn it into something later. But uh, it needs work. But that's what I'm into. There you go. It's tight. Oh, I forgot to mention. Okay. One last thing. I have this idea, and it's. You guys can tell me it's stupid or if it's awesome. Carrie thinks it's stupid. I think it's awesome. My dad thinks it's awesome. That's all the cats. Uh, is to I want to make like a, a treasure hunt. 
Maybe like the, the Do You Believe Treasure Hunt. And it's basically like a scavenger hunt in like Lexington slash Versailles area since that's pretty much all of our listeners. And I'll have like clues and it'll be different things like go to this place and there's a clue here. Um, here's a clue and you have to know something about history. You have to know something about science. You have to know something about deciphering codes. You have to do all these sorts of things and maybe have a treasure somewhere. Like, I don't know what the prize will be. I thought about maybe having a million dollars, like, like maybe sponsors, like, um, sponsor it and be like, yeah, sure. But have them come to our restaurant for one of the clues and we'll give you a hundred bucks to put in the prize pot or something like that. You know, it was an idea. What do you guys think? And then we'll pocket the hundred dollars. Yes. And say the prize was this, this, uh, Somebody this, else got it before you. Sorry. This pop figure I have here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like the. I idea. like it. I like it. I've already made a hundred dollars in my head. So. <laughs> yeah. I like it, but I feel like it would be hard to pull off. Is the only thing. Like, it, 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 granted, you're one of the smarter people I know, and I feel like you would probably be able to, like, you know, do your planning and get it all, you know, done efficiently. Right. But there, there's there's obstacles, and I'm thinking maybe I can leave some hints, clues in the podcast to make people listen to us. Put some, I can put a few on, like, our Twitter, some, put some on Instagram, some on a, a couple clues on the website, and then, like, the spots where you'd have to go out somewhere, it would be, I you know, I have to think about it. Not yeah. Like, I go, go to downtown North Lexington at 3 a.m. on a Friday, and <laughs> Ask the first guy for, you know. Be sure to wear your bed sheet and your <laughs> cone hat. So, um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I don't, I don't, there's logistics to it that I'll work out, but I'm just, that, that was the idea. So mainly, you fans, tell us if you like the idea, because it's for you guys. If you guys don't care, then I ain't going to waste my time. But yeah, if you don't care, we don't care about you. We have no idea how big the prize could be. Yes. You could meet me. (laughs) You could meet Dylan. The final clue will be go up, find Dylan, find me, ask him for money. (laughs) Whatever's in his wallet, he'll give you. Yeah, if you find me, I'll give you however much money I'm carrying. (laughs) You have to scour the tracks. He's he carved carved the final clue into like one spot on like the underside of one of the rails. Dang, you're sneaky, Dylan. How'd you know, already do that without us ever talking about this before? I'm always hundreds of steps ahead of everyone else. So far ahead, I'm lost, honestly. Damn. <laughs> Dang. That's depressing. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's that okay. is going to do it for us. Say bye. Bye, everybody. Adios. Goodbye. This show was brought to you by the Do You Believe Podcast Network. Visit www.doyoubelievepodcast.com for links to all episodes and social media platforms. If you have a request, email us at request at doyoubelievepodcast.com.